I'm fat and fabulous. I am big, cuddly, sexy, um, delicious. I'm a French pastry filled with cream um, with a drizzle of dark chocolate. That's on a good day. to fill. We are going to have our cake and eat it two or three or four. (laughs) (laughs) So dig in, warm up those knives and forks and enjoy because tonight there is no guilt. There is just pleasure. Mm. Wow. Shall we drink to abundance? Mm. Yes. Abundance. abundance. <laughs> Lovely wine. Mm. Delicious. Oh, yes. Mm. Well, now, where what do we do start? Eat start, exactly. Prawns, perhaps? Mm. Mm. There's just so much to take in. Taste. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it's lovely. It's. I'm not fruity? sure. Is it fruity? I think it's. Chutney? Raspberry-ish. Would you like to try some of this? No, I don't think I will. Thank you very Is much. Is anyone experiencing any Thank guilt you. yet? No. I'm sorry, I don't experience guilt when I'm eating. No, no. Not no. Really. Do you all diet? I used to. Well, I've tried lots of different diets. I haven't, yeah. I haven't ever willingly dieted. I dieted when my mother was alive, or when I was a teenager, when my mother was alive, because she wanted me to. But ever since she died, no diets. Well, I remember my first diet was for $200 and a, a new wardrobe. That, oh, that's what so was offered to me. Mm-hmm. That my, my, my father said, yes, I'll give you that. Uh, all the new clothes mm-hmm. that you need to fill your wardrobe and um, $200. And did you get it? No, no. I didn't. I wasn't successful. No, I, I just, in, in fact, I think I resented it. Will you yeah. drink to that, I tell you. Absolutely. Mm. Cheers. Mm. I'm currently dieting and still loving every solitary minute of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that must be, um, I mean, it's interesting for me to see somebody as gorgeous as you oh. suddenly saying you are I now you. dieting. Mm. And food is a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> food is not a negative thing. It's no. a very good thing. So when did you discover this? I mean, when did you decide to, to go on a diet? I don't think I decided. Health-wise, it was decided for me mm, that uh-huh. I needed to lose weight. Now, that is the only angle that I mm. That is the on. only angle. 
I, I, I don't think I'd ever. I've tried umpteen diets. Mm. I've got a, a bookshelf at home and there's literally like a full row. Yeah. You know, I right would like to fit in your, better um, um, into what people consider the normal woman or the, the normal scene. For example, I won't go to a disco or a nightclub. I'd feel an awful lot more comfortable going to places like um, your old waltzes or your, your old tea dances because the women there are more my size and my shape and therefore I'm more acceptable. Whereas when I go to a disco or a nightclub I'm putting myself up in comparison to these other women who are all tall leggy perfectly proportioned and that makes me feel bad about myself I feel um, frumpy I feel awkward I feel terribly self-conscious that people are, are watching me or looking at me as, as some kind of a freak. It's not something I enjoy doing, even though, and, and this is the farce of the whole situation, I love the music, I love the beat, I love to dance, and I love to dance disco as much as any other form of dance. But when I get there, I'm too conscious of myself to do it. So therefore, the whole thing doesn't work out as a good experience at all. Change your doctor. You know, the, the, a lot of doctors trot out this business about you're too fat and if you lost weight it would be mm. fine, just as a sort of panacea or a placebo. Right. No, I'm waiting, a, I'm awaiting an operation at the moment whereby they have to go in through my tummy and there's no way they could physically do it at the weight that I was. So right. it, it really was medical reasons that forced me to but do I so. Think, but I think on the whole it's really important to be very careful. I mean, I, I'm sure in your case it's right. But I think it's very important to be really careful about that stuff because mm. a lot of the time it's just offered it's as an... It's an easy answer, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. There's somebody sitting in I front of you, I'm not feeling well, what's the obvious thing? You know, your eyes are crossed, that's yeah. why. But also you it demonises fat, fat people, Absolutely. particularly fat women, and it becomes all your own fault. The trend in healthcare at the moment is that it's all your own fault. We're not going to do this operation because you smoke, we're not going to do this operation because you're fat, whatever mm. it happens to be, so that it completely takes the um, heat, oh, oh, the onus yes. of healthcare and into the whole business of of, well, um, of it being your fault. Thank you. You're welcome. I like somebody always be at my elbow filling that glass. <laughs> filling my glass. I like them a little lower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, whether at my elbow, they are lower. <laughs> well, what about, uh, what about men? I mean, do you find that... Let me just tell you this this little story. When I was in New York, when I was living in New York, I was chased down the street by a man who caught up with me and he was persistent enough to, to ask me to get a yes from me when he asked me to lunch. Only later did I find out that he was a chubby chaser. He liked, only liked, fat women, big women, voluptuous women, Rubenesque women, Junoesque women, whatever you want to call it. Bigger than the normal woman, mm-hmm. you know, your normal, what is it? Juno-esque. Now, that really mm. got me angry, and I was, I was humiliated. Now, I have a funny thing about this. I, what I want in a man is, I want a man who is attracted to um, thinner women, but who chooses me you over anyway. those thin women. Mm. I want him to pass that test. I put that test for him and I say, to me, if he just wants a fat woman um, or a big woman, well, that's not what I want. I want someone who, in spite of my bulk, of my size, wants me, looks beyond that. To me, it's like the ultimate test. Some men who who are very shallow like to be seen with very, very thin women, but Mm -hmm. they like to go to bed with with big Mm. women. Mm. Why do you think that is? It's warmth, it's sexuality, it's Mm. sensuality. It's a feeling of 
you know, somebody is there, you know. I think it's that we try harder. <laughs> I, think, I think that's right. I think that's right. I, I wouldn't think, know. Yeah. And I also think that we've actually stopped eating to talk about sex, and that says something very interesting. <laughs> I have to say I'm, I'm celibate, and I've been celibate for um, nearly seven years now. And I, I have this sense, although it's actually very good for me, and maybe now I'm, I've had enough of it as well. But it has been very good for me. But I have a sense that I possibly wouldn't have been celibate for that long if I hadn't been fat. Um, I think that there's that possibly I would have chosen to to end my celibacy quicker and all that kind of stuff it, until you know I needed all that time to come to terms maybe with all the issues that were going on in my life. No, but there's. I mm. but I also know that I wouldn't have had the space and time to do that if I had been more conventionally attractive. Mm. There's something about that that still isn't sorted. Do you still not think sus. because of the My mother was also a fat woman and she had a lot of problems with that. And on one particular occasion, um, I had a friend staying the night and we were messing around in the, be in the bedroom in the morning and refusing to get up and being giddy like 11 or 12-year-old girls tend to be and being ridiculous and stupid and all of that. And my mother came into the room and she was furiously angry. She was wearing a vest and one of these... Um, old-fashioned corsets, a sort of bright pink thing that started under her bust and finished sort of halfway down her thighs and so on, and was, was very ugly. Um, and it, I remember distinctly it was soiled at the back as well, and it was just, there was something very sordid about how she looked, and she started walloping me. And as she walloped me, with every blow, she said, you are fat and ugly and disgusting. You are fat and ugly and disgusting. And this went on and on and on and was a total nightmare. And we were all completely hysterical, um, including my friend, who kept saying, but Mrs Gilbert, Mrs Gilbert, you can't do this to Maureen. She's your daughter. You're supposed to love her. You can't do this. Because none of this went on in her house. And through all this mayhem and hysteria, I remember being able to think, She's doing this because she hates herself. Everyone have enough to drink? Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> Big women, I find that they're, they're much softer and much more vulnerable, and I think, um, I think that's part of the reason why, well, for me at least, speaking for myself, why why I, I get bigger. First of all, I think it's a power thing to be more powerful, as powerful Absolutely. as my mother. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's an old battle, I think, um, mothers and daughters. I'm starting to like you here. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving us more reasons. I'm more than just a pretty face, Claire. <laughs> Obviously, You've Mama had a big this. hand in this. <laughs> big being the operative word. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, you see, I can associate with that very much. I would claim that I have got bigger down through the years because my mother <laughs> constantly wanted me to be smaller mm. or constantly mm. told people, you know, if somebody came up and said, gosh, isn't your daughter lovely? Yes, but you haven't seen her cousin and she's only size 10. Well, I <laughs> cannot you know, blame my down. mother because oh, my can. mother has even used to say in the last couple of years, for sure a woman in business has to be big. You have to be noticed. So there I've you never go. You're associating that with power now. That's something mm -hmm. I, I feel I do. T I do too. Now, a man. Mm -hmm. If a man is is fat, let's mm. just use the word fat. If a man is fat, he's not called fat. He's called big. He's mm. called powerful. He's called solid. Mm -hmm. A woman is called fat, weak-willed, um, frumpy. frumpy. Let's get into the dirty yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Slobbish. Nobody's dared call me this. 
Not to your face. that sense of being engulfing. I think men are, there's a, there are some men who are very frightened of being engulfed. There are other men who long to be engulfed. There's hundreds Hence of men who are intimidated by us. Grossly intimidated by Poor us. Poor them. God yeah. help them. Yeah. Too bad. Tough. <laughs> I have to say that um, anyone I have ever been with, it has never been a problem. Do you know what I mean? It has never affected. Has it, been, has it never been a problem for them, but a problem for you? Do you apologize for yourself? Do you try too hard because of it? No. You don't? Oh, no. I do. No. I've never had a problem with the men I've ended up with. That's what I'm saying. No, but I'd have a huge problem with men in general. Because I find, because I work for myself and I work in business, I find a lot of men look at me as one of the boys. I'm not actually looked at as a woman. I Which I feel that. 100% well. Are you saying that? Moment. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was no, just wondering no, no, if Claire was do. saying that because because of her size or because oh, of, purely of what, because of what of you do. Size. No, purely because they of my size. They look at you as, as one of the boys because yeah. of your size. Yeah. You're but not a sexual important. object not to them. Not a sexual object, But is it exactly. important to be sexual to everybody you meet? I don't yes. know if it is. Um, I think it yes, is. Maureen. It's important it to be respected <laughs> as a woman. There are two sexes there. There are. There are men and there are women. And it's nice to be appreciated and respected for what it is you are. And I am a woman. Each one of us are a woman. And it's nice to be respected as that. I think as a woman, I just because they don't want to screw me doesn't mean one okay. way or the other. Right. What type of man goes to you? Because I have a problem. And I have discussed this long and <laughs> into the dark hours of the night with some of my mutual We've friends. We've got time. Go on. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is it little men like me? Think I often wonder now. how I'm men actually see me. If I'm going into a crowd, a room or a party or a dinner or whatever, where people don't know me, there's always a, a dwarf in the room who's male, who sees me and his eyes light up. And I am always nervous of these people because I feel, my God, he's going to be sitting on my knee next, whispering into my ear. And I start beating him off with a look. They invariably end up by talking to me. Um, whereas I want the tall one to talk to me. Um, I want the one, because, you know, inside me, there's a little woman wanting to be protected at all times. <laughs> if, uh, if if a male gives out the thing of you're my little woman, that's him in, right? I I will I will look after him forever. <laughs> but who really loves me is the small little man, which embarrasses me because they make me feel kind of nervous that I'm going to stand on them <laughs> or kill them or sit on them by accident or whatever. Um, I'd love to get into, say, the mind thing, you know, or really, you know, two minds can meet. But this, I'm, I'm as bad as anyone else when it comes to physical size and, and how they look. <laughs> Show me a pillow, Mama. That was so wonderful. Why are we passing on to something? I'm sure it's delicious, but even still. Oh, this one was too, this one was too close to Maureen. Now it's close to me. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Oh, this is us. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want sorry. them in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to have to suck them and chew into them. No. Now, you have to say, that wasn't me, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, oysters. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to die. Oh, look, bulgur wheat. Oh, God, how gorgeous. Ooh. Oh, with strawberries. Ooh. I mean, this is beautiful. Oh. Look at the lobster. Lobster! <laughs> oh, I can't Gorgeous. believe it. This is perfect for my diet, seafood, because I oh, see yeah. food and I eat it. <laughs> 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 
Hunger is a sensation that I I don't allow myself to feel very often. When I do, and I prepare food for myself, or I I I buy something and I eat it, the feeling of of eating is 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 indescribably good. Do I do I really like food? Binging makes me unhappy, because binging to me is not enjoying the food. Binging is satisfying some other need.、Um, when I want something, when I want love, when I want success, when I want approval,、um, I wish I would just go to the right place instead of going to the store、um, or the refrigerator or the larder. I I know I'm not really getting what I want. That makes me unhappy. It makes me unhappy that I haven't resolved that in my life yet.、It、makes me unhappy that I still turn to food and use it like a drug,、um, like alcohol, like like、uh, like compulsive shopping. That makes me unhappy. I'm because I'm I'm just a, a, a I'm just a slave to it. When I enjoy food for what it is, when I taste it, when I prepare it, when I look at it, and and and. And take it into my body with love. Then I'm happy. Then I'm 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 okay. And it's not about the weight. But when I use it to punish myself, when I use it because I'm not getting what I want, I'm I'm desperate then, and I and I hate it.、Um, and I I I just I'm I'm very very angry at myself and angry at the food, and I I don't even enjoy it. I. No, then I hate it. Why do you use food as a, as a, I don't know, as something other than what it is, than than to nourish? I saw this fabulous cartoon、mm-hmm. in the、um, the New Yorker magazine. One mouse says to another, "Cheese is only a substitute for the love you never gave me." <laughs> <laughs> But they do say chocolate is, don't they? I'm an instant gratification type person. If I can't get what I want immediately, be it success or love or.、Um, Reassurance. Then I need something else. Now,、mm-hmm. when I had money,、mm-hmm. I used to.、Uh, when I was living abroad, I, I was making some more money、mm-hmm. than I am now. I would spend my money,、mm-hmm. and I'd buy clothes, and I was much thinner because I would, I would put all of that desire for instant gratification into, into buying, buying、mm-hmm. uh, or you know, going out with lots of different men. That was another pastime of mine.、Mm-hmm. But now that I'm kind of monogamous, not making as much money, what do I turn to? You know, I turn to food.、Mm. But it's the other way. I mean, I live on my own, right? So presumably, people think I should be living on beans on toast or something. So of which I cook myself extremely nice meals, and it's all a sort of form of of loving myself. You know, and then it, then the whole、Absolutely. thing becomes a sort of akin to masturbation in some way. <laughs> you know, it's slightly evil, and I shouldn't be. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> And I shouldn't be doing it, you know.、Mm. I should be very chaste and wearing flannelette nighties and eating beans on toast. Whereas, in fact, I'm eating delicious food that、mm-hmm. I cook for myself and sit down and eat with great pleasure. Particularly, I'm interested in how it looks and how it tastes. And、um, and I wear satin nightdresses. I mean, you know. <laughs> and clearly, this is something that's slightly kinky about this. But you know, what do you mean you cook for yourself? They、mm. say as though this is some sort of terrible. Sort of paedophile wickedness that I get up to, <laughs> for which presumably in a, in a civilized society I'd be put in jail.、Mm. Um, and I, there's nothing.
something about it. It's about pleasure. It's about loving mm. yourself. It's you mean you, you take a lot? You, you actually take a lot of pleasure in eating. You don't ever just oh. stuff down a whole packet of biscuits or anything. No. No, I, God, I, I take great oh, no, pleasure I don't. in eating. You don't? I am nervous no, no, of food. No. You three, you're saying, you're telling me that three of you have never taken a packet of biscuits and eaten it from start to finish. I don't like no. sweet things. But well, I, I have sweet things. I have taken chocolates. Mm. And I have eaten the chocolates. My husband died 10 years ago and uh, I was 33 at the time with four very young children ranging from 12 to 2. Um, and in, the, in those years I have put on weight. Some people store food much more effectively than others. That's the unfortunate thing. I would probably, I'd like to think, um, hang over from the famine or <laughs> some sort of carry relations instilled in me the genes of storing food. Um, I know my dieting, I have been on diets, and I certainly have been on diets when I was okay. When I think back at it now, I say I must have been mad. But this again, would I would have been younger and I wanted to be perfect. I think about 19, I remember getting diet pills from the chemist, and they were brilliant. I mean, I just didn't eat. I was going around like a lunatic. Um, I, I, I was a live wire, I was electric, I never stopped talking, I must have bored everyone to death. And I got thinner and thinner. Um, it was quite dangerous because my period stopped. You know? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm looking back now and saying, goodness, why, why did I feel the need to go on a diet? And I think I was trying to make myself smaller rather than thinner. And it must be layered with some pesto sauce, which is made of basil, I think. Mm. Basil and Courgettes. pine nuts and oh, garlic and anchovies. And Fresh basil. Oil. Lovely. Olive oil. And oh, gimme, gimme, gimme. Do, do the men in your lives okay. understand you. your thing about eating? If they didn't, how would they be men in their lives? Um, I think they're, too, well, I think mine at any rate is too understanding. Well, Way mine, too mine, understanding. Mine is a fairly recent one. Mine is a fairly recent mm. one, and it has, it seems to have focused a lot on food, which is unusual for me. Um, How do you mean you take food to bed with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Maeve didn't say that. No, no. <laughs> children, I didn't say that. Um, no, um, he has cooked for me, which is an unusual experience for a person who's always cooking for somebody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a real plus and anyone cooks for me. So he's taking care of you? He's taking care Can of me. Can you accept that? Um, I have a problem, but I mean, I do. But I had seen one afternoon at home a uh, Greta Garbo film, and she took a bunch of grapes, and she held them up to her face, and there was this man opposite her, and he was, he was dissolving, and she, <laughs> and she buried her face into them, bit them off one by one, and he was, I mean, he was in a pool at her feet. So there was I, I sitting at my friend's Sounds dinner table, and there was these bunch of grapes and I thought well now I'm going to try this thing is I had really enjoyed the meal mm -hmm. and I said right so I took the bunch of grapes and I buried my face in it and I started eating them and then I looked up and there was this bewildered expression <laughs> on his face <laughs> and he said I said is that alright and he said I just wonder where you're going to leave me honey <laughs> <laughs> so the whole thing was wasted so have things changed since the 30s the style has got thinner 
That's one of the things. Well, Greta Garbo was very thin. But I have this whole theory about sensuality, that women used to be able to be controlled in all sorts of ways, particularly economically. Mm. Now women have um, enfranchisement, uh, women are involved in business, women can control their own fertility. So the way to control women is to stop them eating. Put down that lobster. I will not put down that lobster. As she sits there with this giant open as lobster, just kind of drying over. It's an object of desire, as far as I'm concerned. This is my liberation. This lobster is my liberation. This is my parents would be rotating in their graves, God help them. (laughs) Oi, she's eating lobster, forget it. Bury your face in this. This is freedom. (laughs) This is lack of constraint. This is about what it is to be me. This lobster is not a lobster. This lobster is life. The business about being thin and the stereotype of being thin is about controlling women's consumption, controlling women's sizes, controlling women's power. Well, then I'm the weirdest partner in the world because he's the only one who cooks in our house and he overfeeds me the men. Maybe he wants to keep you to himself. Exactly, the very thing. The very thing. Claire, if you were, a couple have, I, I don't know, I'm just saying, if you were stones thinner so that you would look like some of your models mm-hmm. would he be afraid that someone well, you would see, come and grab you see the beauty is is that he not that they wouldn't come and grab you mm-hmm. right now no, but because you are, you are incredibly grabbable claire mm-hmm. i must Thank say so very much Susie. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean this man came into my life when i was much larger than what i am now i've had portions within we're eight years together i've had portions in that life where i've been four five six stone lighter than what i am now and he has never changed really? he is mm. constant and he feeds me and drools me with all these he lavishes me completely Look, there, are times, about. there are times there are times i actually got to take him aside and say please stop do you know don't do this anymore which mm. is worrying maybe it's the new modern man you if know. he gets fed up send him round <laughs> <laughs> oh, i've always been heavy and my friends in italics used to call me claire magellan custard stick your head in mustard and children i think can be extremely cruel and children can be very hurtful and they can say things to you they can really get to the point of a problem um and they certainly did in my youth um and growing up all the way through my teens all the way through, I have always been heavy. It's it's something I've always experienced my whole life long. Um, I took the ridicule. I, I took uh, the, the nasty comments, the, the funny looks, the funny stares. But I never actually took control of the situation. And I never actually did anything about it for myself. That's what's exciting. What about the humiliating aspect of being big? This, this happened to me. Okay, I was driving a big blue van, which is another... Last time of yours? No, I I suppose it's another indicative symbol. I drive a big blue van. Um, Stopped at a red light, and across the way, there's a car going the other way. The guy rolls down his window, and he shouts out at me what I think is massive. (laughs) Now, I was humiliated. Now, am I paranoid? No. Or did he say massive, or did he say massage me? But you see, what would be very interesting is to talk to somebody who's a standard size 10 or 12, who's also had some guy shout something out a door, and she is probably equally as embarrassed. She's probably equally as humiliated. Oh, please. I once got stoned. 
I was standing oh, yes. under stoned, not stunned. All right. You mean stoned as in stoned as in stones thrown at me. I was standing underneath oh, Centre Point in London, waiting for a bus, and a white high ace van came round, and the guys leaned out and they leered at me. There were loads of other people in the bus queue. They went round Centre Point. They came back and they threw stones at me. Now, they could have had a choice of hundreds of people they could have thrown stones at. And I suppose it's my paranoia that I thought they're throwing stones at me because I look weird. But, but, you don't, but it was but you very... Don't look weird. Well, I mean, I, I, as I say, I think it was my paranoia, but it was a very unpleasant experience. Why choose me out of... No, you know, I've, I've come to accept that I'm fat, that I'm going to be fat, and I would like to be seen to be attractive and fat rather than unattractive and fat. I think if the, you know, if the fairy godmother came along and waved the magic wand, I would want to be prettier. Um, and that strikes me as being the thing I'd like most. Um, I would also quite like to get rid of my stomach. Um, I have this completely romanticised notion that if I didn't have my belly, then I would be some sort of you know, gorgeous, Rubenesque creature trolling about with, you know, draped in, in velvet and eating grapes and looking gorgeous um, I think I better have another face for that as well um, so that's what I would like to change did I tell you about my experience as a life model no as a yes I, I would take off all my clothes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and stand in front of a group of um, men and women with a little heater at the side to keep mm-hmm. to keep my myself warm and I would I would pose you know do this. Yeah, and I used yeah. to draw yeah. So you drew. Well, I was, I was, you know, I was a model, and it really was, it was a buzz because, first of all, because you know you could you could just feel your your body, and and you'd also feel the response of the artists drawing you. You know, you kind of filled the air with. Did your you ever emotion. have a negative experience though? Did you no, ever have a bad? I, never I had did. one bad. No. I did it once and once only, and one smart ass at the end of the class drew the back of a bus. Oh, oh wow. that is disgusting. Once and once only. I hope he died he wasn't roaring. artistically capable of capturing Obviously your wonderful... capturing me. No. <laughs> well, I think that big, beautiful women really need to celebrate, to just... When was the last time you've been squeezed? <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, I just have a little song for you, and what it's about is about taking the ripe the juicy fruit in life and just allowing yourself to fully enjoy it and and really just putting it out there for others. So I'm going to dedicate this to the four of us. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Here's a sweet and juicy mango. Come and taste my juicy mango. But if you're too busy now, tell you what I can do. Well, I can pass it around and bring it on back to you. Everybody loves a... Sometimes I love the way I look. Sometimes I catch glimpses of myself in a store window or in a mirror, and I say, wow, you know, that's a, that's a great-looking woman. Um, very attractive, exotic. And sometimes I wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and I say, why? Why did I binge last night? Why couldn't I have just woken up and, and been a, a size 10 or a size 12? Or why couldn't, I be, why couldn't I be different? Why couldn't I look like that model or, or that fabulous-looking woman? 
Sometimes I cry. I get very weepy.、Um, I just, I just cry, and I say, "Why don't I have the willpower to be not skinny? I mean, I'm not asking to be to be model thin. Why don't I have the willpower to just get it into that 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 dynamic, strong、um, package that that I that I envision?" Why is that? Why don't I have the willpower? So yeah, sometimes I I cry about it, especially when I go shopping. Shopping is torture. It's torture to go into the shops, see something I like, look through the sizes, and then say, "Well, wait a minute, where's my size?" <laughs> I'd love to see a thin woman try and sing that song properly. Properly, yeah, because it had the vibration and everything, didn't it? Did you feel the earth move? Oh, I did. My rock, my my toes opened and shut that time. Of course, you have the words written down for all of us later. And can you teach me that movement? I like that movement, the one that you kind of go from all the way down from the top of the neck down. Top of the knees. That's the shaky one. Yeah, the shaky. It's kind of a little. It's kind of a little Marilyn Monroe move, isn't it? It's kind of a little. Well, you know, she was. She the ultimate. Yeah, she、mm. was the original, the ultimate. She was. I mean, they she was a big woman. They had、mm. to sew her into、yes. her clothes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she and she's、really、considered the biggest sex object. I see myself as curvaceous, voluptuous,、um, bubbly in every possible way, from personality to figure.、Um, but I feel very comfortable when I'm being outrageous with clothes or when I'm、um, fully dressed, let's say. Whereas I wouldn't be as comfortable when I would be naked, for example. I'd be forever conscious of where is the fat falling, where is the fat lying right now, and it's very hard to allow the The, the, the sensuous or the womanly parts of yourself to come through when you're being conscious of something as ridiculous in one way as where is the fat falling at this moment in time? It is very tragic that I am now 34 years of age, and it's only now that I feel that I'm getting control of my own sexuality or or the sexual sides of myself, true control of those that.、Um, Up until now, I would have been so conscious of my body shape that it would have held me back quite a lot、um, sexually. It would have intimidated me, if you like. I would be forever conscious of what my body looked like to the opposite sex at all times,、um, no matter where I was. I would be forever conscious、uh, in a sexual situation. If I became attracted to somebody,、um, I would always stop to think what what way did he see me, or、um, what did I look like to him, and the images that were conjured up inside my head were not positive. They weren't good images. Is Susie sucking on a lobster claw? And if this isn't sex, I want to know what is. <laughs> Food is just sensuality. Its taste, its flavour, its texture. These oysters that 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 slide down your throat. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. It's food is just erotic. And、that's what it is. Beans on toast aren't erotic. I'm now wiping the drools off your <laughs> chin. <laughs> But this is about.
about what life is about. Have mm. any of the rest of you suffered like this? That your mom yes. suffered. Your mom handed you a plate as yes. large as your dad's, and, and then she it. called you fat afterwards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know that that's where you're supposed to be. You know that wonderful joke of Alan Sherman's called "Why I Am Fat." Mm. He was a, a child just after the war, and his mother used to say, "Eat up all your dinner, Alan. Mm. Remember all the starving children in Europe." Yes, we and used, used to get that to, one. And he used to eat all the food mm. on his plate genuinely believing that by eating all his dinner he was helping the starving oh, children God in help Europe. Us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they, they say the that the most <laughs> sensuous thing a woman can do is to eat in front of a man. It's well, supposed to be the most intimate thing that I two have just people told can do you together. To my I know grapes. you and your grapes. <laughs> I have just told you. I, I remember mean, having a boyfriend. Had a bad once. experience. So and mind you, he he was much more mature than me. Maybe I should have stuck to him now that I come to think of it. But um, he was a much older man, oh, and he used to buy me chocolate. Oh, just yeah. to watch me eat mm -hmm. it. And whenever mm -hmm. we'd be travelling anywhere, he'd buy me a bar of chocolate and sit opposite me in the train and watch me. I remember one Easter, he didn't, he couldn't buy me an Easter egg big enough. So he bought me three of them. Huge, big let me, Easter eggs let me to see watch you me eat, something, eat them. Certainly, Susie. Are you with us? Yes. Now, I do need sauce for this. Because, I mean, okay. if we're going to do this, <laughs> let, go. let's do this correctly. I mean, this sauce is just divine. Absolutely let me describe gorgeous. Claire for a second. Mm, okay. She is she is luscious. She mm -hmm. is, I'd say she's she's a bonbon with, um, <laughs> with Grand Marnier liqueur in the centre because she's got this gorgeous, rusty, dusty red hair. <laughs> and um, this, this cute little nose and this, this lush body. She's just, she's, she's luscious. And I she's buy this? Thought it was me you wanted to buy. <laughs> you also. The but Dolly Parton like look alike. I'm jealous of this, Claire. Look how dainty she is. Look how dainty she yeah, the way she's holding the fork but with her French manicured nails <laughs> and jewellery up the wazoo. She's so dainty. Go ahead. But I love the taste of food. I don't need large amounts of it. It's the sauce here mixing with the crab. Are you with this? Here we go. <gasps> oh. oh. She surrounded it with her red lips mm. and she didn't let it she didn't really bite into it she just mm. kind of kind of put it onto her Easy tongue to like you said earlier some women are into chewing forget the chew just get it in taste it leave it slide the whole way down and then feel the satisfaction of when it hits home honey oh, <laughs> oh no and cook and boil oh, 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 look at this mm. oh, oh, sounds like it just wants to get a breast of you mm. thank you don't be stingy <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things that really bugs me. You know these awful skinny women who say things like, Oh no, I can't. I'm being good. <laughs> Why can't they be bad, bad ones? Oh my oh, but look at this. Oh, I mean, this, this is the do? ultimate because you've got the shoe pastry, you've got yeah. the chocolate. Stuffed with cream. And then you've got all this fruit. This my luxurious, God, that's gorgeous plenty. fruit. Oh. I don't believe this. Oh. Miss Gather Bum to the Well, this is beautiful. <laughs> We've got some. Get, no sauté. Oh, sweet sautern. Sweet sautern. Claire? Thank you very much. I just love the flow of the wine. That's loads. Thank you. I love sweets. I love things like puffs of cream and warm chocolate sauce. I'm. That's my favourite. I mean. I think ice cream is mine. Sweets. I just could. I mean, this this thing is just my idea of heaven I mean look at this it's like it's dark chocolate it's warm chocolate li literally I, yeah it is I could this liquid is sex. where I have some fun I mean I, I literally can just lick it off my fingers I love this mm. I re I do I love it I mean you no I like ice cream I, no mm. I, I, I'm totally with Susie mm. I love 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 
this is chocolate. Mm. And the more the merrier. I adore it. I'm obviously a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. My my idea of of um, dessert would be passion fruit. Ripping open the passion fruit with my teeth mm. and then the bittersweet seeds inside. Here, let's grab... That's a pawpaw, for God's sake. Well, okay. Do they have any passion fruit? No. I love the sweetness combined with the bitterness, and this is, is especially exciting because it's warm. <gasps> And, and it's 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 dark. I mean, just the colour of it. Dip chocolate into into hot coffee laced with brandy. Just dip a bar of chocolate into it. I and have suck it slowly. Yes. I oh. love the feeling. Do you know what I do? Now listen to this. Oh, it's warm. I take a chocolate bar and I put it between my breasts and I kind of squeeze my cleavage so that the chocolate gets to the perfect. I swear, <laughs> perfect temperature, because chocolate shouldn't be hard and cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had you me mesmerized here. Yeah. I mean, I have oh, always loved chocolate. Sometimes I say, wow, I'm, I'm glad I am who I am. I accept myself. I accept my, my body even though it's a bit on the big side and it's more difficult to to find clothes, to find clothes that I like to wear. Other times I say, well, it's time, today's the day, or more more likely I say tomorrow's the day for the for the diet to start. <laughs> why why um, do today what you can put off until tomorrow? That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> 